Welcome. It's been quite. Oh, are we starting? I'm just, you know, we're having fun. I, I, I have started recording. Oh. So, okay. welcome back to season two of Baggage Claim. It has been a minute. Um, we know you missed us. No, you missed us, all five of you. But you know what, bitch? <laughs> We are back. It is a new year. It is 2021. I believe our last episode was like maybe in October, November. Um, so this is the. Eff- I feel like it was earlier than that. Was it? Like October was Halloween and November was Thanksgiving. And for Halloween, I know I did not see you. Let's like see. the month of October. Mm. I have a feeling it was like August. Yeah, I know it was definitely it was definitely after my birthday because I know we talked about my birthday in one of the episodes. But regardless, who the fuck cares? Um, point of the matter. Your birthday, is, true. Yeah. Point of the matter is, is that we're back and we are feeling refreshed and rejuvenated, and we kind of want to be a lot looser with things, a lot more organic. You'll notice by the setup of this episode. There are some bells and whistles, but we are not doing the most because it's really important for us to just have fun, shoot the shit, talk about things that we're passionate about, and, you know, do do the damn thing. Having a little more fun, you know, the Virgo's letting letting go, letting loose. She's letting loose. I think if, if 2020 taught us anything, it's that we can't in a way we can't take shit too seriously and we kind of have to live day by day and just see what the fuck happens because really nothing is guaranteed who knows what's going to happen tomorrow shit might blow up i don't know i might fall into a river and drown i don't know but um (laughs) you know you never know um but on that point aaron what have you been up to um, since the last time we spoke and how did you sort of like finish 2020 off? Um, the last time we spoke, I haven't been doing like a lot in the physical world, you know, like I don't go out, I go to work and I come home and that's it. Um, but in the spiritual, mental, emotional space, I've been doing a lot. Um, And the first and foremost thing is I finally like actually made tangible steps for my personal brand. Mm -hmm. Um, I've completely changed what it's going to be. High by Archive is still very much a focus, but is now a branch under my brand. So my brand is now just archive because thinking into the future and me being so heavily into fashion, fashion is my passion. Fashion Um, is everything to me. Everything. Everything. (laughs) Um, So, you know, like I love handbags. Like that's what my friends know me for handbags and shoes. And so I don't think high by archive as it stands is going to be that like luxury but affordable brand so archive is now this brand that will hopefully go into home goods uh smoking accessories uh clothing um where high by archive will be the dedicated like streetwear um branch of the brand and then other than that um Then in 2020, just a lot of realizations about life, Mm -hmm. um, about what's important to me and what's not important to me. So, you know, my friends, my chosen family, they are important to me, their well-being, their health care, and everything else is kind of just secondary. Like, Mm. you know, everyone knows I don't care about money which is why I never have it because it's gone. <laughs> you are such polar opposites in that way. Like, Literally, I forgot I paid bills, so I overspent. And I'm oh not even going to tell you how much I have in my bank account I right don't now. I because it's going to give me anxiety. Yeah, you'll get anxiety and you'll yell yeah. at me. So 
we'll just keep it at that. But you know, like it's not important. Like I've always seen life as very fleeting, but now it's kind of like to the point where it's like, just do what I want, just be who I am, just you know, like stop sacrificing for jobs or for ex- other people's expectations. It's mm-hmm. just like you know, my mentality is very like, fuck it, fool. Like fuck it. Let's you want to go skydiving fuck it fool let's go you want okay. to beat up someone fuck it fool i'll, I'll dump them for you you know okay. <laughs> like we, just have are, fun you are a brown man in america i don't want you to go to jail so please don't do that <laughs> well, we want to abolish the police and abolish right. prison right so you know mm. but anyways um i know you've had a quite a lot going on in your life the second half of 2020 so why don't you fill us in there Ooh, i mean yes and no i feel like 2020 was a year of just like a lot of shit happened but at the same time nothing happened and i feel like i feel like right it's so crazy because as a as a as a the population of this country and the world or whatever like we all are gonna look back and have this shared experience of like we went through some shit in quarantine like we can all relate in ways um and I feel like it's it's the one thing that for years to come we'll talk about and we can share stories and similarities and all the above um but I don't it was interesting I think like my birthday was such a pivotal moment in that year because like I use it as a marker of like where I was the year before and where I was the year Mm -hmm. before was like in such a weird state of like unhappiness and not being my genuine self and with this past birthday it kind of it was just like a full circle moment where I was genuinely the happiest I've ever been in my life um with like the friends that I had and and just like everything that was happening like although times were really shitty in terms of like a world view in my world it was very I don't know things were really good and I was really grateful um and then like I mean you know throughout the year was definitely you know trying to meet new people in like obviously like through social and stuff because like we were in quarantine but um ended up meeting um a boy, <laughs> um, which was very interesting because like like I said, I think last year I, I was in such a good place just being alone and, and with the people that were in my life and I didn't feel like I needed anything more than that. Um, and I think, you know, anyone that's in my life knows that I am quite, I've learned a lot from like my last relationship. And so moving forward from that, I was just like, I'm not going to... Pr- like put a pressure on myself to find a person or to be with a person because I knew that I was just really content with myself and my friends and, and being alone. And, um, and so this person, I'm not going to name names because you know, we're not, we don't need to say that. We're not putting people on blast. Yeah. We're not putting people on blast that aren't, you know, and the five people that listen to this already know what's going on in your life. Right, so. and I'm sure <laughs> you will listen to it. But um, yeah, <laughs> it's been really cool and organic and free-flowing and natural. And like, we just met on Instagram and he found me through another friend who posted me on my birthday and and have just been chatting and and hanging ever since um, in a, in a um, safe way. Because you know me, I, I always get tested. Um <laughs> For Corona <laughs> and everything, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just been really good um, because there's just been a lot of similarities between us and uh, past traumas that we've dealt with, and um, and unlike the the typical gay route of you know I meet someone uh, within two days we're dating, within four we're married, and within you know six we're planning the rest of our lives together. It, it's not that situation. And um, and we both respect our alone times and our own creative endeavors and, and ourselves as individuals, um, which I think is really important um, in relationships. And, um, and yeah, and so we're seeing what happens and where it goes. So I think that's like the biggest update. Um, 
but so far it's been really good and and I'm excited for you know what's to come I'm excited for you to meet him one day and in 2022 in 2022 <laughs> right the way shit's going in LA literally but you know we're opening up on Friday so <laughs> great great it's, it's the ghetto um but, <laughs> but yeah so that's that I got a little promotion at work which is really cool we've leveled up I'm no longer a junior producer I'm just a producer now and um <laughs> and yeah so just taking on more responsibilities and being like I feel really confident in in where I'm at and and the and the abilities that I have and my talents and knowing my worth and knowing like what my boundaries are and mm. I think in moving into 2021 my whole thing was because I feel like the end of the year was just very overwhelming like shit was just getting worse people were traveling and I was one of those people that traveled to Miami to see my family and it was a risk that I took um but uh it it left me with a lot of anxiety and overstimulation and mm. I think in the last few weeks and into the first few weeks of this year it was just a lot of reflection on how I want to operate moving forward whether it's in my relationships and my friendships in work and just being more intentional with my time and not over exhausting myself for the sake of, of, of being like, of saying yes to everything because, you know, no is a, is a complete sentence and, and there's value to that. And, um, and yeah, so just being more careful with my time, but also protecting my energy and not uh, letting people uh, exhausts me in the way that I mm. think I used to operate before because I feel like I'm a pretty giving person and I think that um, I'm, I'm always going to be that friend that tries to like lift my other friends up when they're in bad places or they just need a little like motivation or help and I'll always be that friend but I think now I, I kind of know like when I can entertain it and when I can't and if I'm having a day of my own where I'm just like not feeling it like then your text message can wait, your call can wait, and I'll, I'll get mm-hmm. back to you when I can get back to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's the biggest thing that I've learned. And, and, and now we're on this new journey of, you know, me and Amor are going to be moving in together um, in, a, in a new apartment, which we're really excited about. Um, so that's going to happen next month. And, and yeah, just a lot of good things. And I feel like there's, for, for the first time in a really long time, we have hope as like individuals, but also kind of as a country, just because we finally have the Cheeto out. Oh, shut up. Um, I'm crying. And yeah, it just like, I feel like although shit is still really bad in terms of COVID, I feel like people are, are we're starting to see maybe a light at the end of some sort of tunnel. <laughs> in a way. We, we are definitely polar opposites because not that... <laughs> Not that I don't think what you're saying is happening, Mm -hmm. but when you're just constantly surrounded by stupidity, like Mm -hmm. you can, it's overwhelming. So I guess that takes over on my side. Like the end of the year was kind of a shit show. Mm. Well, not, it was a shit show with, with he who shall not be named 45 Mm. just being a big old fucking crybaby like to be honest like you fucking lost bro right and trying to well not trying to succeeding in getting his cult to like take action in a like very terrifying way right and becoming actual terrorists like it was just to me that signaled that this country's kind of at a loss like mm-hmm. because to be honest everyone who voted for biden did not even want him right at all either or kamala because you know like their stances on certain things still don't line up with the progressive way right. so, or some parts of society are moving so to me i was just like fuck what else is gonna happen and like 2021 is off to a great start like i'm not trying to be like a debbie downer like you know there are certain things that are happening like today finding out that biden is trying to end all contracts with prison uh federal funded prisons, which Mm -hmm. is an amazing thing because without funding prisons do not exist right and 
you know, but then he's going back on student debt and now it's only down to clearing 10,000. And, you know, the stimulus was like, oh, it was uh, 2,000, including the 600. So you're actually getting 14, like, you know, like there's just little missteps already happening, which we all knew, like we knew Biden wasn't going to save us. He's a last resort, (laughs) but you know, so that's how I see it. And I see it moving Mm-hmm. But I don't know what direction it's moving, you know? Yeah. Like, you see the light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm like, that's great, but are we moving towards that, you know? Or right. can we just see it? Can we just right. see it? And we're like, oh, we hope the train's going that way, but... But who knows? Can, like, yeah, like, we can right. get got, and then we're off at the fucking wrong side again. So, right. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just very I mean, apprehensive. I think, I think, yes, I totally feel you on that. I think anything is better than fucking Cheeto. And... <laughs> And I think that's what the hope is. I think that's where the positivity like lies. Like truly anything is better than that. But also at the same time, the bigger picture of things, like you realize how fucked our country is and how set in such old outdated ways we are. Like the fact that our country still revolves around the constitution that was written hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And like, and so much has changed since then in terms of like how we live as people and technology and blah, blah, blah. Like the fact that we haven't progressed in that way is really weird. And so like, we're still a, a country that um, lives off of these weird old societal norms that like we've progressed in so Don't many other ways, but anyone. like that yeah. hasn't, ha- that hasn't caught up with us in any way, you know, um, which is really weird. And I hope with this administration, like, you know, things start to change in a way, you know, I, um, like it's definitely more diverse than it's ever been. And I think that's a good thing. Like there are there are little good things here and there, but I think, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of work to be done. Um, especially like I think the craziest part about it all is like how split the election was and how close it was and how many people truly support Trump after four years of just nonsense and racism and just horrible behavior as like a leader of a country and I I, like it really blows my mind I can't believe that a person that was technically a reality star was our president for four years and almost became our president again for another four years like that to me is mind-blowing um so it just goes to show you that like I think also with like I think a lot of people thought that the the only people that supported him were old white men but I think we saw with the, you know, the, the terrorist attack on the Capitol and all the protests um, that went on throughout 2020, a lot of the people that support him are young people, young people, and not just white, Latinos, black, like, which is mind blowing because he it's- has blatantly just been so against anything that is not white and cis and all of that, you know what I mean? Right. And it, it's crazy because maybe it's just what I'm being fed on my social media channels, but anybody who supports him and if they're arguing with a progressive ideal or anything like that, they never bring a fact to a table at mm-hmm. all. Like, mm-hmm. like their facts come from like Trumpisjesus.com. Like, right. I'm sorry, did they cite their sources? Is it MLA <laughs> format? Like, exactly. no. So they're literally just like typing bullshit and you're believing it. And then people are coming to you with like scientific data. Mm-hmm. But of course, you believe in a religion that condemns science. So you're like, science doesn't prove anything. I'm like, science literally proves everything. Mm-hmm. So you're, so it's just crazy. Like, like on TikTok, like I avoided TikTok almost all year. And now you're this a TikToker, baby. Now you are talking on the clock. I, I'm just obsessed with that dance. It like literally genuinely makes me smile. Like I don't even know that's why that song good. makes me smile. Because I can't even think of the melody right now in my head. But when I da, go on to da, 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 da. I'm, I'm singing it so horribly, but in my head it makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, I cannot, that does not sound like, (laughs) anyways, but you know, but I managed to stay off TikTok, but now that I'm on it, like every once in a while on my For You page, for some reason, some little like teenage TikTok Trumpy will pop up. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
what world are you living in? I mean, obviously in a very privileged white right. world where they believe Trump is God. Like, right. you're so jaded to everything else that you think this man is good for your future. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like a lot of these white teenagers may be privileged and may live a little bougier life because of their parents' money, but they're still not 1%. So Trump right. still doesn't represent them, which right. is funny. Right. Or that that one um that one baguette mm. uh, who is black who is black Twitter black gay mm-hmm. who's literally going off on black on his own people. Well I get I don't know if they're his people. I don't know if he claims them. No, we I don't, don't know if they we don't claim no one claims each other <laughs> on either side but you know how he like calls the black community ghetto and all this mm-hmm. stuff and i'm like black culture literally moves society forward right. every trend can be found if you trace it to like a person of color right so it's just crazy <laughs> the fact that he thinks he's saying something with his dry skin chap lips blue contacts horrible like bro you can't talk you can't like if you're gonna talk shit at least like look fucking dope you don't even you still wear you wear like a bright pink gucci shirt with ripped bleached jeans like Mm. we're not in 2004 anymore london bridge isn't on the radio like (laughs) can you move forward into this decade please like i don't understand and you know maybe maybe he doesn't believe that, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I believe, I kind of believe that Tommy Lauren doesn't believe the shit she's saying, but she knows it's getting her money because she's a pretty blonde girl, you know? Right. 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 So it's just like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like people will do anything for money at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like I'll do anything for money. What do you want me to do? Venmo me and I'll do it. <laughs> you I mean, know? Wouldn't, so, wouldn't go out there and say you support Trump. I would hope that no you know <laughs> but maybe i'll stick like a, a traffic cone up my asshole i don't know okay i mean like that's that's doable <laughs> <laughs> that's a fetish <laughs> i'm sure you know a lot of people are into that but yeah yeah it's 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 a weird time i think 2020 2021 we are gonna remember for the rest of our lives but also like this will be in history books and hopefully history books written by black people or people of color um and not just big white you know corporations and publishing companies that choose to you know shed light wash literally on fake news and things that you know happened without shedding light on things that actually happened but um but yeah it's 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 a weird fucking time but you know i think i think i hope things will get better in some way shape or form and i all i want is to fucking dance in public like what is what is the one thing that you miss about pre-quarantine life which at this point feels like a very distant memory like something that i I feel like i don't even remember what that life was like before what is (laughs) what is something that like you miss the most there's there's actually a lot of things i miss because Okay, well, bitch, ask one. Okay, well, we'll see. It's my podcast, too. Uh, (laughs) um, Well, just because, like, I've done everything solo dolo for the most part. And so there's Mm -hmm. things I enjoy doing by myself that even by myself I can't even do, which is, like, going into a coffee shop and reading a book. Right. Or or I used to love going to like the 10 a.m. movies where it's empty in a movie theater and it's just like me and three people were just like watching the fucking film without any like distractions, you know? Like me and my friend, like we're not big drinkers, but we were like, we just miss going to a bar and sitting down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, with the option to order a drink if we wanted, you know, like just those little things I'm missing, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I'm not... Uh, the the big things I'm missing are music festivals. I I didn't realize how and concerts, how much they improved my um, life. Like I just I love music. You know I love music. Yeah. I, like, music is kind of one of our shared passions, really. Mm-hmm. So it's like not being able like as cheesy and as basic white girl PSL as it sounds like. <laughs> 
I miss Coachella. Like Coachella was always like this big point in my in the year. Like, oh my God, Coachella's this weekend. I'm gonna have so much fun. I'm gonna mm-hmm. like listen to every single artist that I want to see that year, you know? And so yep. it just sucks. And a lot of albums that dropped this year were fucking amazing. And right. And we couldn't see them on tour. Exactly. Like I've missed so many concerts, yeah. Harry Styles, My Chemical Romance. Mm. And even the smaller artists who probably would have toured, you know, like, and when they do be able, and when they are able to tour, like, I don't want to hear that album anymore. (laughs) You better be touring for a new album. Right. I'm sure at that point, like, there will be new music and stuff, which, like, great. There will just be more material to work with. But yeah, that's, I feel the same. Like, I think aside from, like, dancing out in a public space at at a bar or whatever, like, music is such a big part of my life of our lives and like we've gone to concerts together and like we we will buy those last minute tickets on StubHub <laughs> and, and be in the pit and do the thing and I think that's that was such a big part of my life pre-COVID like I used to go to at least 10 concerts a year I feel like like my money a went lot. to concerts <laughs> and so like not being able to especially like in this year I feel like so much good music has come out like and there, there are albums from this past year that I feel like I'll never get tired of and, and, and will have such an important place in my life. Like, mm-hmm. like JoJo's album, Chloe and Halle's album, like, uh, like so fucking good. And like, we were supposed <laughs> to go see JoJo on tour, but you know, that's canceled. Um, yeah. So it's just like, that's, I think that's the saddest part about it is like not being able to like experience music live. Um, but, but hopefully hopefully they, they people come up with a plan like give me an outdoor concert i'll sit in my car like give me something like i just want i was like give me a bubble like right I forgot what what concert it was but it was, they, i think it was uh, um somewhere i mean in another country it was like a yeah yeah where they were all in bubbles and i was mm-hmm. like give me that like Literally. give me something like I was tempted a few times to buy live stream concerts like Same. Billie Eilish and, and Omar Apollo, but I was just like, bro, I'm not, that's not like that's not the watching same. the screen, you know, instead of like a packed room and some bitches getting on your nerves. So you spill a little bit of your beer on her and, you know, mm-hmm. on purpose and like, mm-hmm. or, or sneaking in joints to a concert right, right. or fucking, you know what, to be honest, I don't give a fuck rolling like i miss that <laughs> like and meeting people and being like oh my god what's up like right. you're my best friend now like you know and that's what i miss i don't know i don't know i miss it i i i also like i i'm fine with like takeout and and ordering in but like there's nothing like just sitting down at a fucking table and putting a napkin on your lap and just and sharing an appetizer <laughs> and sharing an appetizer and just being so served and wined and dined and and yeah i miss i do miss it like it it is weird but also it's gotten to a point where it's just like this new reality is is the reality and it's getting to a point where i'm just like used to it i'm like okay like sure i guess i can continue on in this way every day does feel like groundhog's day like nothing (laughs) feels new literally like aside from like you know certain things like whatever um but a lot of the days feel the same and like there's nothing to talk oh, about 100%. like a hundred percent like i my routine right now is waking up at 4 20 a.m oh girl no going to work mm-hmm. working seven to eight hours coming home taking a shower getting high and then laying in bed until i fall asleep because i have to do it all over again right. but just it feels the same and like Luckily, I work with Christina, which is one of my closest friends. So because we see each other every day, mm-hmm. I have someone to hang out with, you know, Yeah. Um, which leads me to kind of like asking you, you, you can answer and then I'll go because I talk more than you do. But okay. like, like, so in terms of like going out and eating and music, have you found positive ways to cope with that or things that? you're like, well, since I can't do this, here's mm-hmm. a version of it that I can do. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like throughout quarantine, and I'm sure everyone that follows me or whatever um, has seen that Amor and I literally will have like concerts in our living room. <laughs> we, we have like a strobe light and everything. So we we will pretend like we are in a club setting and it's just her dancing high off our asses, sweating balls. Like we fucking, it's like a cardio workout for like about an hour. And, and yeah, and, and, and it's funny because as of late, um, I feel like in the past like two months, I've been in a weird way craving beginning of quarantine vibes. Like, it, like in the beginning, yeah, it was like really hard. We're like, oh my God, like what's happening? But like after a month, it kind of got, to a point where I like was really enjoying it and I was really just enjoying alone time with Amor and just watching the hills and and fucking listening to music and just like drinking cocktails throughout the day and just like and maybe some of it was unhealthy you know like we, we definitely drank a lot which is fine like, I stopped yeah. the drinking um <laughs> now I'll just like do an edible or or a joint every now and then um but yeah I think that's that's that was our, our our happy place and it still is our happy place and I think we're going to continue to do that for as long as we need to do that um, because we just really enjoy being high and just like making up dances to fucking songs and and yeah so that's that's what I've been doing really that's that's where I am happy I really just watch mm. Sweet Melody on on loop throughout the day <laughs> R.I.P. Jesse. Well, not R.I.P., but you know, well, relax in peace, I guess, because yeah, honestly, and no shade to the other girls because the other girls, oh, they're fucking lovely girls. Fucking but, lovely, man. <laughs> fucking lovely, but you know, Jesse was the fucking cult for me. You know, mm-hmm. she was like it. She was the it girl of that group, and mm-hmm. like. I know it's hard for like some other people to understand because they are a uh, Perry Stan or like, yeah. you know, Leanne or Jade and, you know, because they fit that mold and mm-hmm. Jesse, I don't know the the version of Jesse that I, we saw in little mix. I've always fell in love with her and her body and her face and mm-hmm. the way that she can dance, like, you know, and I'm going to miss her. Like, I was so sad when Little Mix changed their profile pic to all oh, three of them. And I was yeah. like, no, you should have yeah. just changed it to Jesse. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, it was um, a bad day in our lives. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I think for a while my um, explore feed on Instagram was all like Jesse clips. Right. Right. I kept watching different. She's so fucking funny. I think she was the funniest of all of them. She's so funny. And like the thing is is it's what's crazy about it is I feel like obviously we know what led to her leaving. Like it was just a lot of pressure from media and from fans and from trolls that would make fun of her looks and things like that. And it's just crazy how how hard people are on women in entertainment and music and whatever. Um, and it's really sad to see that, you know, all these opinions and naysayers can lead to like someone just honestly giving up in a way, you know, and I'm sure she'll, she'll right, yeah. and do things, but like, you could tell that it just like got to her and like, and, but also at the same time, like all of that shit, I feel like made her who she is and made her the amazing performer. And like, she would just turn out looks like the bit, like she was like, a drag queen low key like and i feel like she loved that like she loved to just be heavy with the makeup crazy with the hair like yeah con- she was just a chameleon and constantly changing like she never looked yeah. the same and and i think that's why we loved her so much because like we like we are kind of like that in our mm-hmm. own respective you know ways um mm-hmm. but yeah it, it is really sad i'm i'm curious to see how they move on as three and i think they'll be fine as three they're all extremely talented and beautiful and and all of course love. um but it is it is a sad sad time yeah i think you know in the spirit of this episode of trying to be positive i think she you know i think i think the fucking losers ruined performing for her Mm -hmm. i think she still has that love of music but she just needs to kind of step away from it and maybe she'll come back with solo stuff but yeah you know she's meant to be on stage like a person like that is meant to be like even when she wasn't trying to like 
you and I knew something was up because mm-hmm. we would point out in the interviews like she's so done, she's mm-hmm. so she was over it. Yeah, she she wasn't she wouldn't even look at the camera, and when all the other girls like made a joke, she what like yeah. <laughs> to me, that's so funny because I feel like that's that's me all the time. Right, <laughs> Crystal. Crystal has this joke that I'm only paying attention 20% of the time to mm. anybody mm. no matter how much how close I am to them like I'm mm. always at 20% because I don't know I just right. that's me <laughs> so I just related to that but it's just so funny anyways I love her Jesse we love you we'd love yeah. to have you on the podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> come on come on <laughs> Jesse if you're listening I know we're here. Give us a ring. DM us. We'll we'll be able to locate your message super quickly. <laughs> super quickly. Like, <laughs> anyways, anyways. Um, okay, but for me, so I'm surprised. I was about to remind you, like, to answer the question. I'm surprised you you came back around to it because I thought your high ass would completely forget it. But go well, on. because now I've unlocked levels of my stoner journey, so now I can get high and actually really function. Mm. Um, you're so probably still in the baby that. stage where you, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, now I can like I can probably work my whole shift high at work because it's mm-hmm. just cooking and shit, but. I don't want to give those people the satisfaction of knowing this Aaron. They can mm-hmm. know that that work Aaron, but this Aaron is special. Um, but okay, yeah. So, like, eating out was a big thing for me, me and my friends, just because we like to try new restaurants or mm-hmm. like whatever. So, uh, and I started a YouTube, and there's one video called Trunk Meals. I haven't continued it in true Aaron fashion, but it'll. <laughs> it'll come back around Mm -hmm. but me and my friends just bought um food trays for our car i'm dying so since we're always eating out so literally what we do is we go to a restaurant we order food we park in like the parking lot where it's not too crowded Mm -hmm. and we pull out our trays and we just eat and we just have a good time and it's fun we listen to music or we talk shit it's fun Mm i have this spot in Burbank. It's literally the top of a parking garage where it's the very top level and I park my car and I just read for an hour or two. Like I read my books because I can't read at home because I'm a cancer. So home is where I want to be comfortable and cozy. And so I just Mm. have to be in bed all day. So I literally just, I take a shower, do my skincare, I grab a coffee I smoke a joint and then I like go to this parking garage and I just read and it's really nice and lovely. And, you know, it's something that I found to cope, kind of help me through quarantine that just allows me to get out of the house, still be away from people doing the things that I like. So, you know, I've also adopted a gratitude journal where every day I write something that I'm grateful for because Mm. it's hard right now to like, think of big picture gratefulness so like you know this is it i'm I'm crying because the differences in our planners you have that and i have an emma chamberlain if if you wanted to truly understand our personalities here you are (laughs) why did i see that at barnes and noble and i was like oh my god should i get that for them but i was like that fool probably has it um yeah my my friend alex got it for me shout out alex thank you um i need to use it more i need to get in the habit of like writing things down because like i'm a a technologically driven person so i forgot to do it but like i need to get in the habit that's like a 2021 goal you know, like my life isn't popping where I'm like, oh my God, I, I have this and right. this and this. So I was like, get a planner and use it as a gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. So I can like recall the specific date or whatever. Um, I accidentally skipped a week, but that's fine. So, but it's really small. So like for today, uh, January 26th, Tuesday, it says grateful that I have a job that provides a free meal for me every day. Yeah. Simple, you know, great. like because what did I do today? Nothing. I went to work and I came home, but I found something that I was grateful for. And mm-hmm. I think that's really important right now, since we are still kind of in quarantine. And even though our, the fucking governor is like, and mayor of LA opening things back up when mm-hmm. they shouldn't be, right? At, 
you know, at least we can find little things to be grateful for until right. we have those big moments again. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's something I'm trying to practice. Yeah. Yeah. Rock on, baby. Rock on. Well, in, you know, we're going to keep some things the same with this oh, yeah. format. And one thing we're always going to give you is our claim of the week. And claim of the week. I'm those- at, right now, sorry. We should add a flop of the week too. Just a because flop of the week, you know, okay. just just so we can talk a little more shit. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it, it's healthy sometimes. But um, um, so yeah, so claims of the week for those that don't know, for those that are new, if you're listening for the first time to us, hello, welcome. Um, <laughs> it's where we just talk about like something that we are loving this week, this month, this whatever. It could be old, it could be new, it could be something blue. Um, But yeah, so my claim of the week is Sabrina Carpenter's Carpenter's song, Skin, which is basically like a reaction to that song, Driver's License, that like I don't listen to. But break it down. You probably know that. I know there's T. I saw it on Twitter yes. and I was like, what's this bullshit? So break right. it down. So there's there's like small T. So basically this girl that wrote Driver's License, I don't, her name's like Olivia something. Um, I, it's a big hit. It's like top of the billboard chart. It's like number, it's like number one. one. I was yeah, like, like, who the fuck this is this? little girl came from nowhere and all of a sudden like has the number one song in America and probably because of TikTok because TikTok makes everything blow up these days. Um, but whatever. So like the song is about like, like a boy that she was dating and no longer dating because apparently he started liking some other girl and blah, blah, blah. I forget how driver's license comes into it. I think because now she has it. So what? I don't know. But I've listened to the song one and a half times. Um, but Sabrina released a song called Skin. And I was scrolling through Instagram one day and Jess Jared was like, oh my God, Sabrina Carpenter um, releases a song in reaction to, you know, driver's license. And basically, I guess Sabrina is now dating that other girl's ex-boyfriend. Um, and maybe there was a little bit of an overlap of sorts. Like, I Ooh. guess based on her song, when they were still together, him and Sabrina were friendly and she always had suspicions mm. of Sabrina. So in the song, she mentions like about there being like a, a blonde girl in the picture. And then in Sabrina's song, she shades that lyric by saying maybe blonde was the only lyric that could rhyme with like what you were trying to say because oh. you know bitch you got the story wrong but I love Sabrina's <laughs> song because it's so like it's so grown woman because she's saying like you can't get under my skin like I see what you're trying to do and I'll let you have it and I'll let you I'll let you be mad and upset because that's valid like you have every mm-hmm. right to be but the narrative that you're trying to paint is not the reality of the situation but i'm still going to move forward by rising above but i'm still going to address it and that's what i love about the song so anyone that hasn't listened to it go listen to it um yeah that's my claim of the week i'll have to listen to it because you know the tea is really funny it's almost preschool like it is you know and the thing is and i don't think a lot of people realize when it comes to songwriting and a lot of artists will tell you, yeah, you're basing things off events that happen in your life, but mm-hmm. it's heavily uh, dramatized, you know? 100%. So like one singer that I listened to rule, someone asked him, you know, how do you write a good song? And he said, make everything dramatic. Like, right. you know, yeah. like if you stubbed your toe, make it sound like, you know, a Trumpy ran over your toe and now right. you are blind, you know, like, yeah dramatize it because that's what people want they want that cathartic like oh my god they read my diary and like exactly you know it happened to me too because it's storytelling you want to hear good stories you don't want to hear fucking boring stories and you're just like what the fuck right 100 percent 100 percent pure love but that's my Um, that's my claim should i say my flop yeah do your flop my flop or do you need Mm. to think about it do you want me to do my claim do your claim okay so um claim overall has just been anime been really getting into like heavily into anime um but other than that on repeat there's on repeat i there is in between two but i'm leaning towards good days by SZA. Mm-hmm. that song literally like at least twice a day i'm listening to it to me it's just an amazing song i think SZA is a good lyricist mm-hmm. and 
the melodies and the fact that she has uh, Jacob Collier on it, who's an amazing musician. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a perfect song, in my opinion. And on Spotify Wrapped, it's probably going to be my number one played, followed by Pick Up Your Feelings by Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, so good. Who also, if you guys are sleeping on her, you need to go listen to that album. I fucking hate interludes, so ignore all that bullshit. But the actual <laughs> song... The intro bodies is so amazing as well, but my claim of the week over just if I have to be specific is "Good Days" by Sizzla. That song just is a fucking banger, mm-hmm. and it sounds kind of sad, but it's still uplifting. I think that was Sizzla's point to be uplifting, yeah, um, to kind of have that mentality of like the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know and that song just it like it makes me feel better Mm -hmm. no matter how i and it always sounds new every time i play it Mm. which i think is an amazing thing to do as a musician to make someone feel like that Mm -hmm. so that's my claim period and Uh, my flop i don't really have any major flops and i don't want to like talk shit about anything because i don't have anything at the moment the one thing that I will say is kind of a flop, but also kind of not a flop, is um, Madison Beer's um, video for Boy Shit. Boy Shit. Originally, I did not like the song when it came out. I was very underwhelmed I by it. I still don't. I was just like, what is this? Like, Baby was so good. Selfish is so good. I feel like all the songs that have come out are so good. And Boy Shit, I was just like, hmm, this sounds like we're trying to get like a bubblegum pop hit. So it wasn't my favorite. But when the video came out, I always, sometimes a visual always helps me like a song more. And even mm. though the visual I didn't love because I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Madison Beer is writing the, her own treatments for her music videos and she needs to let someone else do it because she, I think she tries to make things deeper than they should be. Um, and, and, the, and the story doesn't come across. So um, the video wasn't my favorite. She looked fucking gorgeous, but <laughs> the video made me like the song now, which is weird considering I didn't love the video um right. so that's that's my flop i mean it could be a mini flop it could be a, a schlop it could, mm-hmm. you know it doesn't have to be a full flop it's a half flop mm-hmm. it's a chubby a chubby you know, it's not it's not fully erect flop right but so it's getting there it's getting there <laughs> you know i i feel the same way about madison um i really don't like the song boy shit and it comes on my like shuffle thingy from spotify mm-hmm. every once in a while and it has the potential, but I feel like she was trying to have that one TikTok pop hit. Right. And it's it's just not hitting. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen the music video. I've seen the stills. And obviously, she's Madison, so she looks gorgeous. Right. But I agree with the fucking deep-ass wannabe music videos. Like, right. And she's talked about it, about how she knows she's pretty. And she hates that people, mm-hmm. or she feels like people don't listen to her or know that she's smart too right. because she's so attractive which you know pretty privilege aside I guess that would suck I can't relate because <clears throat> anyways but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're gorgeous you know, but shut up it's just like you can just make a pretty video dude yeah like, exactly it doesn't have to be that deep like stop trying to prove the point at the end of the day the, the, the general public views you as a really gorgeous fucking girl that has had a great you know, and, and own it. Own it. Right. If, and, bitch, and, if I had that face, I'd be like, yes, I am right. that and bitch. Her. And I would save those smart, tender, whatever moments that you're trying to get across in your music video, I would save that for the closest people around you. Right. Have your persona, have your onstage persona. Mm-hmm. Do that. Be the pretty girl. And, you know, and you, people who see through the bullshit will know who you are right you know right so i'm like girl relax just sing your little songs and wear your little crop tops <laughs> i agree my f- <laughs> my flop of the week well, and it's not really a bitch <laughs> what i thought that no. was your <laughs> no i said i agree with you on the Madison yeah, thing, yeah. but that's not my flop mm. my flop it's still a good thing like yours but it's still a flop for me um i don't know if you're 
watching Drag Race right now, but mm-hmm. I'm watching Drag Race season 13. Mm-hmm. And the Denali and Kamora um, lip sync was just such a flop to me in the, mm-hmm. re- in the regard that, like, it sucked because Kamora was wearing such a gorgeous gown that she could not move in. Right. It didn't it didn't serve her to do the lip sync the way I don't know how she performs. Mm-hmm. Maybe she is just a pretty face. But you know, giving her the benefit of the doubt, you can't perform in that dress. Yeah. And like another drag queen said on a show, like, you know, you know you're going on this show, maybe you should have garments that you can alter if you were to fall into a lip sync. And I'm like, that's unfair though, because not everyone wants a fucking tear away for a costume. Right. But you know, on the other side, Denali fucking killed it. Like she, besides the like first beginning choreography clock move, which was mad fucking corny, but like everything else, like the voguing, you know, the very femme dance moves, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's one of my favorite songs. So it was, really jarring to see an amazing fucking performer and then see someone who was so constrained and couldn't so technically they lost right i don't know it was just such a flop to me i wish that kamora could have shown more but you know Mm. it is what it is it is what it is it is what it is love can't tell you more can't tell you any less love that love (laughs) (laughs) literally love literally well this has been a blast. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in again, for supporting us and, and um, you know, doing the thing. You know, we, we enjoy doing this. It's, it's fun for us. And we hope that you guys have fun on this little uh, kiki. And, um, and yeah, but if you want to stay in the know and just be up to date with all things baggage claim, um, make sure you follow us on Instagram at baggageclaim.mp3. And then what's our Twitter, Aaron? Our Twitter is just baggageclaimmp3. Oh, I was testing you. Good job. (laughs) You're so dumb. Um, I'm going to be a little bit more loose with my fingers on Twitter. Girl, you're already already really loose. (laughs) I mean, on my personal Twitter, but I mean on Baggage Claims Twitter. Like, we only have, like, seven followers, but, you know, when we do get bigger and we do get those sponsorships, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of want a scandal. Maybe I'll tweet something from Baggage Claim to be found two years later and yes. try to cancel us. And yes. we're like, no, Let's we've get grown. canceled, baby. <laughs> well, thank you all. We will see you again. We are doing things differently oh, now. Yeah, once a month. So we will be with you guys once a month versus bi-weekly. If we are feeling inspired to do a one-off episode, we will. Um, but we will see you either at the ends or the beginnings of every month, the last week of every month, basically. And and yeah, we'll kiki and see you then. So until then. Bye.